the college football experience, college football playoff, invitational post game reaction show episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. College football playoff invitational 14 reaction show. (laughs) Oh, I had a fire day myself. Don't mind if I do have this cocktail here, folks. Hopefully you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience. Get on over there. Subscribe. It helps us out. All that good stuff. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Um, oh, undefeated day when it comes to college football. <laughs> oh, hmm, hmm, interesting. I didn't get my LSU Wisconsin bet in on time. But oh yeah, I guess I didn't hit undefeated day then because I, I actually lost money there. But you know what I mean. I went four and zero though. Yeah, well, I hit the under in Iowa, Tennessee. I'm talking in the CFP bowl games. I didn't bet the Iowa, Tennessee game besides the under. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheel to dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, let's go. I mean, kind Let's of a, a magical day of college football. You yes. know, I guess a magical conclusion to the day. The early games were pretty much yeah, the done. The bowl games were terrible. I guess Imagine Wisconsin if we LSU. had a bunch of those. Imagine if we had a bunch of games like these two. Huh. <laughs> what? How could we do that? Huh. Because I can tell you this. After watching today's games, and we talked about this a few minutes ago, we've been here all day consuming alcohol, betting on shit. Uh. I do think Oregon. I do think Georgia. I do maybe even think some of the other teams like a red hot Arizona are certainly better than some teams that were in the playoffs. Florida state obviously could be, um, I mean, it's tough to say that they're definitively better, but that's why you have to have the playoff. But yes, the argument could be made based on the, uh, I test Hold on. the all important eye test. Well, I mean, the first thing I would say and like I said, I hate, I grew up hating Florida state. So it gives me no joy to say this, 
but shout out to Nick Saban, right? I think this year is Nick Saban's best coaching job of his life. At least, well, at least since Michigan state. Cause I never watched him previously. Um, but it's funny that they, so Florida state didn't have Tate Rotormaker in the ACC championship, right? Right. Cause he's played pretty solid. We saw him last year against Louisville. Saw him in the swamp against Florida. He played all right. Much better than the third string. Right? right. Yeah. Well, they put Alabama in. And like I said, I think Nick Saban did an unbelievable job, but he even made a comment to that. Uh, this is his best coaching job yeah. he's ever done, but to that effect, yeah, this is why Florida state belongs in. If you watch college football, I believe, and this is why I would argue Kirk Herb street all fucking day. Alabama was a flawed team, a hugely flawed team all year. Yeah. I don't know how they went fucking 12 and one Yeah, or 12 and two now. Right. They but found ways to win a lot of games against. They I mean, are a flawed fucking football team. They could, wh- how many? P- First off, he threw with overtime for a buck sixteen. I guarantee you, Tate Rotermaker would have thrown for more than a buck sixteen. Right, right. If and we're talking about the starting quarterback not being able to generate a ton of offense, being a huge problem for yes. a team being in the college it's, football. I mean, and, and shout out to Alabama. The special teams was fantastic. They got a lot of gifts from from Michigan. But ben Milrow made some plays with his legs. Yeah, no, so he's a, he, uh, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in all of college football. But you can't tell me that Florida state's not in because they can't throw the forward pass when Alabama is in and they cannot throw the forward pass. Right. That, that logic is incredibly as, flawed to me. as if like, an injury is at all an acceptable, you know, concept to p- penalize a team and reward another team in the first yeah. place. Yeah. But when, when the, the stats don't bear out your argument, you know, uh, that the quarterback is the all important position and specifically a passing quarterback, then yeah, your argument is trash. We knew it all along and yeah. Alabama's offense was trash today. Michigan gave them a million opportunities. Yeah. Like money line Mac is saying, baby wins the game. If they run the ball. You're, I mean, today's game. Yes, but they had there. Michigan was clearly the better team today. Yeah. I think, I think everyone for the exception of the third quarter, Alabama won the third quarter, but it was pretty. It should clear. not have been that close in the first half. Yeah, Michigan should have had a bigger lead. Alabama, to their credit, figured out something about cr- opening up rushing lanes for Milrow in the second half. Yeah, um, and, and and was able to generate some yardage with his legs in the third quarter. Um, I guess he made a a couple throws, you know. But again, 116 passing yards. No, there was only one real throw down the field that stood out to me. That was in the first quarter. But that's what I mean. Is like, okay. Nick Saban did an unbelievable job. I actually think he'd be fucking coach of the year for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry kill Nick Saban. Cause their team is incredibly flawed. I faded them a lot all year and I was on Auburn modern money line. It didn't hit. They're not that good of a team well, in my opinion. Again, in a three or four week period, they beat USF by 14. P- pretty, pretty bad. They yeah. beat uh, uh, Texas a and M by six. Yeah, the the Arkansas game, the Auburn one was enough right there. They're yeah, a extra- the Arkansas Look, by three. Sa- Saban got them really good defensively. I guess that was in a five. Special week teams was on point, but they are flawed. They have a glaring flaw that he has never had to me in a long time, and that's what I was banking on all year. And that's why I don't think they deserve to be in the the the, the fourteen yeah, playoffs. Not, not yeah. only was the the lack of passing game a flaw, 
they don't have a super dominant run game. McClellan's yeah. a good. No, back, their run blocking has been terrible all year. Yeah, and their 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 offensive line was a sieve. I mean, obviously, how many sacks did Michigan rack up? A shit ton. I don't even have that. I, I mean, it was five yeah. in the first half. Uh, they offensively they were completely inept, w- with exception to Milrose's ability to create plays with his legs. And give Alabama credit for no, scheming the, that. The fact that Alabama yeah. stayed in this game, their special teams was on point. Their defense kept them in there, and yes, they they got some benefits. They got some, like dropping fucking punts. Yeah, and, and just missing field goals. Mi- yeah, missing, missing extra, extra points. points. But uh, there's no like to me. You go watch that game again. They could not throw the ball downfield. Michigan was destroying them on the line of scrimmage. I would say for th- for at least two and a half quarters, at least two and a half. Yeah, quarters. maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. Uh, and to me, it's just pretty obvious to me that Florida State should have been in because I think they were a more complete Dude, team, uh, even with Rotomaker, because Florida State has better difference makers at wide receiver it's than Alabama does. A little bit hard though to. Gauge how good Florida State was. I mean, I guess you could take the entire regular season. Obviously, that's a pretty good indicator. That's what their perform their their, I guess, deservingness should be based on. They looked like absolute dog shit against Georgia, but obviously, how much can you take away from that? I think you can take away some. Although I think Georgia, Kirby Smart is showing the ability to get up for these games. Still, um, I think you know, I agree with you that. Florida State looked at least as good as Alabama throughout the regular season as Alabama did today. Yeah. You know, and as yeah. Alabama traditionally yeah. would. And, so. and the chat, get the fuck out of here with this. Okay, the no call for running into the punter. I think it should have been called, even though he acted. Uh, but okay, how about Jalen Milrow's biggest offensive play was the most obvious fucking holding on the def- uh, on the defensive tackle who burst through and Milrow makes a super athletic play. But part of that because the offensive lineman holds him back because he knows his quarterback's gonna get hit. I mean, that was fucking the unbelievable they didn't throw a flag there. Unfucking believable they didn't throw a flag there. Look, I mean, yes, I thought Alabama did an excellent job keeping themselves in the game, and uh, you know, Michigan sh- shot the bed so many times. Yeah. So Michigan really didn't play a game that deserved to win the game just based on the number of mistakes they made, and. Critical penalties. I don't agree with the the penalty where the uh, Michigan's driving the ball. I think in the second quarter and the, uh, the, the fullback, the fullback that was an awful fucking blocks call. the uh, linebacker awful onto his back call. and then goes ahead and finishes the block by hitting him while he's still on the ground. And that's a personal foul that just that blows up wait, that drive. Wait, wait, wait! I need Locke says you're arguing for a team that just lost by sixty. And that's not that team, buddy. So if you're gonna yeah. think that simple, just get the fuck out of here now. All right? Because when you have twenty seven different players leave. Yeah. We're arguing for a team that was up by 28 points on LSU with like three minutes left yeah. in that game. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought Michigan dominated the line of scrimmage today and I think the stats back it up and you, it's hard. It's hard to win a game when you can't throw the ball down the fucking field. All right. Alabama did a great job masking a lot of that all year. They could throw the deep ball. Miller was great at deep ball, but that intermediate shit, he struggled. He struggled all year. I mean, Alabama is Alabama and Nick Saban, whether you want to admit it or not. And I know you have a really hard time admitting this Colby. Nick Saban is a great coach. Of course that this is proof. This year is 100% proof. Yeah. But I also find it ironic that ever since we started paying other players, he hasn't won <laughs> shit. All right. Touche. Uh, just saying, uh, Michigan. I was on that one. Boom. Jim Harbaugh. 
you did have, I mean, I will say this Alabama. Although I think they got some nice breaks from Michigan, Michigan nine out of 10 times that punt return that that guy muffed goes in the end zone. That's a safety Alabama wins. Yeah. They lucked up right there. The, I mean, but Michigan if you special about luck, teams was so fucking bad. And I'll, I'll, I'll even uh, get on Michigan special teams a little more instead of attributing that to this, to luck when Alabama did muff the punt off the, uh, I guess blockers foot. There were no Michigan players around to get that. There yeah. weren't enough Michigan yeah. players around yeah. to get that. that. That's a hustle issue, you know, and Alabama did have enough players when Michigan muffed the punt. So, yeah, but the ball was bouncing. Generally speaking in Alabama's direction, most of the game, that last play though. Holy fuck. Oh my God. We all God. almost had a heart attack. Oh there. my fucking God. I mean, shout out to Michigan. I, I just thought their defensive line was fucking fantastic. The whole game. Yeah. Uh, their secondary was fantastic the whole game. Once again, yeah. Alabama, to, in my opinion, the, what if you look at all of Saban's great teams, they've had much better wide receiver play. They've yeah. had much better running back play. They've had much better offensive lines, and they've had quarterbacks that could throw the ball down the field better. Yeah. So I mean, this is, is an extremely is flawed. Their best uh, receiver. Who's Alabama's best receiver? I mean, I would say from that would be the first one that I would answer. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you could you could definitely make a case. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, uh, Bond. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like Burton probably had the bit most yards on the team, right? Uh, Burton only had 21 receiving yards. Isaiah Bond. No, had, no, no. I'm saying for oh, the season, throughout the season. The season yeah. I'd have to double check that, but uh, he certainly seemed like the most explosive play. And he's not even close to some of the receiving cores they've had, you know, in recent years. The 2020 year in particular comes to mind. Um, so yes, this isn't the same Alabama team we're used to seeing at all, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I don't even think on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. Yeah. Dallas Turner is a fucking. And, and I'll say this: Had it not been for Texas beating Alabama, I don't think Texas belonged in the playoffs. <laughs> I think the Big it's Twelve to say the Big Twelve was down. If you if you Oregon played Texas right now, who you taking? I would favor Oregon. Georgia played Texas right now. Who you taking? I would favor Georgia. Me too. Yeah. I even think. Here's one I'll ask you: Arizona, Texas. That's harder to say. Arizona did lose some games, you know. So, but not with not with Fafita starting from a right? deserving with, standpoint. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Fafita, they were a different team. Uh, they did beat they got Oklahoma. Two NFL who Texas lost they got two NFL wideouts. Yeah. So I mean, I'll take a Texas, clearly more deserving team. But if you're just sure. trying to do best team, well, I'm saying no, but not, they're not more deserving than Florida State. <laughs> yeah, Florida State. Florida <laughs> Texas State. and Alabama are not more deserving than Florida State. Florida yeah. State in the regular season or in a playoff setting at full strength would have been an interesting matchup with Alabama or even without Jordan Travis, just because I think they kind of match up similarly, obviously with all the people going pro Florida state running a pro style system, that's kind of what Texas does. You're fighting fire with fire there. Washington was uh, something different. And Michael Penix's 430 yards showed that that system and their weapons were something that was too much for Texas to handle. Uh, and that's what kind of we expected. You know, that's what Texas has shown throughout the season, Oklahoma, a similar situation. Well, I think the benefit of the the 12 team playoff, even though I would like a little more, like it's still going to be an invitational. You got to have more, more guidelines, but the benefit is, is we'll get a bunch of these games because Arizona entered the, the season or, you know, the end of the season as hot as any team in the country. Uh, Georgia played a great regular season and the fact that, you know, Bama did get them, but there were some questionable calls, a catch in that game that easily on a fourth down could have changed the outcome of that game. Uh, getting Georgia in 
getting uh getting the likes of Oregon in, I think creates for a very exciting postseason yeah. where, I mean, where we have no idea who who the fuck will win. If a team yeah. like Ole Miss gets hot, yeah. you know, we saw yeah. them. Yeah. That, I mean, look, I that, will there still be bl- blowouts in a twelve team playoff? Even though like obviously what's happened a lot of the time during the playoff that has turned people off is there's a super dominant team that blows the shit out of everyone else. And people say, Oh, we have blowouts in this little small playoff. It should, we should go back to the BCS. And it's like, yeah, one team often is excellent. And, but when you get past that, especially in the first round, when it's going to be teams five through 12 going at it, you're going to have a ton of great games, a ton of great games. Sure. There might be a blowout here or there, but for the most part, I think it's gonna be excellent football. And then the second round, I, I think for the most part will be too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm just saying watching the Texas game, Texas never had the lead. We'll talk about that in a second, but I, I, they finally played a good quarterback. They're Oh, and two against good quarterbacks. Uh, uh, <laughs> McCarthy Dylan game. Uh, look, I, I guess you oh, could Texas, say, Texas, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, uh, Alabama, Michigan. Let's, let's go a little deeper into this. Uh, the yardage. So Milro throws for 116. McCarthy goes for 223, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero fumbles. Once again, Milro made the turnover. If you if you if you listen to my handicap on this show all throughout the week, I said, who do you trust? A quarterback that's been there before, or a quarterback? And I love Jalen Milro. I really do. He's like one of my favorite quarterbacks. But um, he's definitely got to work on his game, polish it up. So I thought he would make the turnovers, much like in in Texas's situation. Uh, I thought they would be the one to make turnovers. Now I thought it'd be more of yours. Uh, it was more of the fumbling situation, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yours uh, actually played pretty well. Like you know, I would say played beyond his experience level. But that's kind of what he is. He's a yeah. he's a pretty polished quarterback. And, and, and Ben's right here with uh, you know McCarthy's first pass, which should have been an interception, had that guy not gone out of bounds. Yeah. And and that changes the whole fucking game. McCarthy right? yeah. McCarthy is an issue. You know he's not a super polished quarterback. Uh, really, this is his second year as a starter. His first year, you know, he was doing the Tim Tebow with Chris Leak routine, where he's coming in to provide a little change of pace. But last year he got the start. Obviously, it didn't work out. He made some mistakes. This year, he's still like you said, wobbly, but um, made the play when he had to at the end, and that's what we expected the difference to be with him. Uh, this year, and he did it. Although it, that was certainly not like, you know, a, a definite yeah. thing there. Yeah. So if I told you stat wise, uh, so you had one team had how many sacks? Six sacks. One team had one. One team had 351 yards, the other one had 288. Held Alabama's offense to less than 300 yards. They only passed for 116. They did run for 172, which was more than Michigan's 130. But I'll give uh, Alabama a little credit. I mean, I, again, I don't want to not give Alabama credit for their ability to stay in the game. I think Michigan getting away from the run, you yeah. know, and going three and out on a lot of like trying to throw the ball. Yeah, McCarthy wasn't great. They got a little game. cute. They got a little. Well, he had that amazing play where he caught the yeah, pass that, he, and yeah. then threw it, but. Uh, they got a little cute at certain times, uh, but yeah, Doing I mean, an orgy in or whatever. The main thing to me was I thought Michigan dominated the the, the line of scrimmage. Certainly on the defensive yeah, side. On the defensive side is what, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and I think that forced Alabama's offense to be super predictable. They were playing like backyard ball. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we get ourselves in a third and ten. And another thing is, 
Uh, Kirk Herbstreit blaming Jalen Milrow for the snaps. No, how about the center sucks? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a little unfair. He's like yeah. Jalen Milrow. Uh, Jalen Milrow's got to be able. To, and it's like, dude, these are low snaps yeah. every fucking time. So a couple of them hit the. Well, one was hot, high and wide. Yeah. Uh, one hit the ground before it even got to Milrow, and the other one was at his feet. Um, yeah, that was tough. That was some something that Alabama had trouble with all year but, long. But it should have been fourteen nothing at halftime. Yeah. Michigan should about fourteen nothing at halftime. The, what what yard line did they get the uh, muff punt on? I think they put they put together like, like a 40? 35, 40 yeah. yard yeah. drive or something. Guy broke a run for a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, they should have been up by a lot more than three at halftime. Yeah. And and to me, that's where uh, you know people can say what they want. That's where I like. Yes, the the game went to overtime. Saban did an unbelievable job getting to overtime. And I'd be curious once all this clears, where I think Saban would tell you this. Now, he probably right now it's too fresh, but I bet you he would tell you that this team was not that good. Yeah, they they like I said they can't stretch the field. They're the worst Alabama team since oh eight. Worst Alabama team since oh eight. Bold statement. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, yeah. The other thing is Michigan kept mi- allowing Alabama to like settle in. Like that first drive, Michigan was all over Milrow, you know, harassing him, and then boom, the muff punt, and Alabama has it. In their territory, and they're like, "Okay, we yeah. can calm down now." Fire the special teams coach, Michigan, right yeah. away. Yeah, uh, fire fire that special teams coach before the uh, national championship. <laughs> Get rid of them. Uh, look, we're going to talk more, uh, but I want to tell folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and you better believe college football. Simply pick higher, or lower in your players or your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in today. Perfect example. Uh, not only if you listen to the pregame show, you would have heard old Pick Dundee say, "Take the higher on Michael Penix," and I think that number was like three twenty, right? Take the higher on that. Why well, he threw for like five thousand yards today? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and also Quinn Ewers over 288. That came on the final drive. Uh, both would have hit. I also gave away uh Texas's tight end, who just had a gigantic fucking game, Jatavian Sanders, uh, which was higher. You would have hit on all of that, folks, and you'd be making a lot of money right now. Uh, so what are you doing? Watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash on Underdog's mobile app or website. When you sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's uh, Underdog Fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. Hey, guess what? Before I talk about this next game. Let's talk to Noah Beanick. He is a diehard Michigan fan, and I'm sure uh, he was sweating today because <laughs> I would love to know his thoughts. I thought Michigan. I'm curious if he thought they dominated as much as I thought they dominated. They just didn't dominate the scoreboard, which sometimes can get you in trouble, as Washington almost found out in the final ten seconds of that fucking game. Yeah. Uh, Noah, you prepared to hop on the show right now and talk about your experience? Have you been, you know, doing Jello shots in the fucking uh, closet of your house there? What's up? <laughs> No, you're on mute, buddy. You're on mute. You're on mute. I mean, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, you can't hear me. Yeah, I got you. I got you now. We're good. We're good. No, no, go back. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, in all honesty, I wasn't ready to talk on the show, but <laughs> I'll come in here and chat it up. Yeah. <laughs> chat it <laughs> up. Spit. Yeah. Uh, Look, I yeah, know your heart's still beating, buddy. You, you said 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it was running like crazy. You said the special teams coach needs to be fired next week, Colby. Yeah. Did you see the comment that I put in the chat? Special teams coach is Jay Harbaugh. <laughs> Sometimes. Hey, that's one of those things. That's his, is Nepotism. That, that's his son, right? No, that's his, that's uh, his uh, uh, brother. Brother, I think. Yeah. See, sometimes nephew. Sometimes it pays. Yeah. yeah probably, probably not qualified after watching today. Certainly not qualified. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's all about who you know in life, right? Or who you're born into. You know, right. Family born, born on third into. base yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born on third Think base sometimes. Jay Harbaugh. Yeah. With the- John, you know, Jim said that to him before. Yeah. <laughs> they get drunk. They just say, you know, you're born on third base, dude. I got you though. Enjoy your fucking salary. Um, one hundred percent. Hey, yeah. if you if you can't cut it from Michigan, we'll get you a job at Baltimore. Don't worry. Yeah, right. just yeah, kick them around. Yeah, don't worry. My dad might still have some pull at Western Kentucky. Uh, buddy, your thoughts on the game? Because uh, this was super uh, intense, super frustrating for me. In the first half, I was completely frustrated, even with the three point lead. Because I was like, as someone that bet Michigan, I was like, I don't know that you can dominate a first half better but yet only be up by three was very yeah. frustrating to, to be honest. Like Michigan had just hadn't everybody rips on them for the strength of schedule. And obviously it was just ass. Uh, they hadn't dealt with game pressure the entire season. And it really showed special teams. wise Cause I mean, this is a team that was dealing with brand new place kicker, brand new punter, brand new punt returner. And speaking of punter returner, I don't know if he's healthy, but we'll be facing Giles Jackson next week with Washington. Yeah. So if you're looking for a prop angle, if Jackson is healthy, cause he didn't do anything today that that could get interesting. Washington could draw something up for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, we gave Alabama or at least 11 points were caused via our special teams. woes. Yeah. I was we about to a, say game pressure is not something Alabama, a, a team as talented Al- Alabama uh, presented to you. You, Presented that to yourself, and I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It was just the stage. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because so. the fumble in our own territory inside the forty caused the touchdown, so that's seven points. We missed the field goal, which is three, so that's ten. And we muffed the PAT snap, uh, which is a, a point that would have been very important. Had oh, let's uh, talk about that because <laughs> had he made that extra point, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that had Alabama plus two would have covered yep. <laughs> because then Michigan would have grabbed the one point lead in the final yeah. you know minutes of the game and Alabama plus two hits. And I'm bitching right now, even though I did play Michigan. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I took Michigan minus minus two. I didn't take the money line. Our good friend, yeah. Jong. Yeah. Our fr- shout out to Jong who was hanging out with us today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, was on Bama and yeah, sorely disappointed in the yeah, result. It was there. an intense watch as we had, ha- you know, some Bama, some money on Bama in the studio, some money on Michigan. All I'll say is this, man: what were the Alabama was 111th nationally in sacks allowed this season, right? That's Five a flaw- in the first half. That's a flawed fucking football team. Yeah. That is a flawed fucking football team. And Nick Saban, like I said, he deserves credit. To me, I'd vote for him coach of the year, but. I'm not buying the shit that they belong in the playoffs. Not buying it. Um, what else? Noah? What, what was your reaction? Where'd you watch the game? First off? Oh, just at my place. Like, I mean, Michigan hasn't been good since I was born. So to watch this game with my dad is very cool. Uh, the national championship might be a little bit different because I think I want to be in the vicinity of Ann Arbor if they do happen to win. Um, but I mean, 
Yeah, the final uh, drive for Alabama was, you know, uh, heart attack waiting to happen because uh, in that you, you had the two timeouts or whatever. And I actually think had, you know, a lot of the discourse on, on this game is going to be about Alabama center. Had it been a good snap, I think Alabama scores a touchdown. I think they have the, uh, I don't know if it was the running back or the wide receiver out in the flat. That's a touchdown because they had both of our defensive backs blocked and the linebacker was late to getting to him. Uh, it was an easy walk. Dude, you know what the game reminded me of in a way? And this is why I believe that every coach in the country should be studying that game. Because if you are that bad passing the football and you almost just beat, uh, this Michigan. is like, this is like fucking Nebraska back in the day. Yeah. You knew what was coming. I, I feel like I, I yelled at this fool over here five, <laughs> like a hundred times. Cause I was like third down. Guess what's going to happen. They're going to drop back to pass. Uh, they're quarterback not, draw. They're, yeah. yeah. And they're not a couple times. They didn't even spy. Right. A quarterback yeah. draw and he gets like 20 yards and it's like power. It, right. Yeah. And then you'd have a design quarterback power and Jalen Milrose a fucking stud. And like I said, I do buy in to the fact with a, a good offensive line uh, or a better offensive line that they could, they could win something big with them, but he's a better athlete than he's the best quarterback athlete since Michael Vick to play the position. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Even, even he's like my athletic, favorite quarterback more in college athletic football. Than Lamar Jackson. He'll try to run you over. Like, but at the same time, I'm just saying that that was Alabama's receivers. Weren't that good this year. In my and, opinion. Yeah. And to your point, I mean, we saw the formula of how to beat Michigan. Like I was texting with a couple of guys uh, that I, I value their opinion. And it was just, you know, like the big 10 offenses weren't strong this season and Michigan's run defense, pass defense, everything. Those stats are a bit inflated. There was one thing that I do trust and it's the secondary. Like, I think it's the best secondary we've had in my lifetime. Um, We're going to find, we're going to find out next week. (laughs) We're going to find out next week. Um, But what I will say is, so I actually just placed money on minus four and a half. Now you you wow. could say hey, it's just a fan or whatever, but I was looking at the look headlines prior to the games today, and Michigan was minus seven. So I just look at it and say, hey, I'll get like I'm going to be sweating this team out anyway. I'm a fan. I'll get good closing line value if people jump on Michigan because if that line wasn't growing higher than seven prior to the game, I think it'll get to seven here with Washington. And Colby says, I mean, the formula to beating or at least being in position to beat Michigan was on the ground. They only threw for 112 yards. Washington, unfortunately just lost their starting running back in the final drive. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm not, I actually think Washington is a better matchup against Michigan than Alabama and Texas is like, if you're a Washington fan, Ooh, I don't, I do not. I really, I don't agree. I I would have said Texas was the worst matchup for Michigan. Really? I disagree. I don't don't think they're that good. I don't think Michigan would have really Uh been able to move the ball against Texas's front. I honestly think that Michigan's O line is not as good as it has been in years past. I mean, I just think Washington's O line is one of the best in the nation, and they'll be able. They're much better than Alabama's offensive line, and they're not a run team. Now, I will say Washington with Johnson getting injured, and I believe their backup, their their original starter, is out for the year, so they're be on their third string running back, which is important. But I think, to me. You haven't faced any good quarterback play passing the ball I, all year. I totally agree, but I think there's NFL talent littered all over the secondary. I think uh, but we I have, think there's NFL talent all over the Washington oh, receiving core. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying it, it's gonna be a good matchup. I think 
that's like their but, breakout. You, but, you saw the D line dominate today. I think the secondary. But to me, there. like if we were talking, I feel like we even said this, Patty. Uh, just between me and you, just watching games, I you know I thought the best matchup for Michigan was Texas. I was like, if you're a Michigan fan, you want to be rooting for Texas. I think Washington Penix is a Penix is the best player in college well, football. You know what thing. I mean? Like what? it's it's just that Washington is a better team than Texas. I mean, they were up by what? Uh, 17 at one point. Yeah. They were kind of dominating that game. I don't think it was 17. I think it was uh, 13, 13. Yeah. yeah. But they were in control yeah. of that game. It looked yeah, they like ne- they, they might never go trailed up. the whole fucking yeah. game. Yeah. Um, that was an away game by the way. Yeah. Washington. I'll, I'll say this. I, I know Michigan was rooting for Washington in this game. Colby. Well, they're going to make a mistake. They might be <laughs> because I, I think, think Washington's a better team, but yeah. I, I, like Noah said, I mean, you know, in terms of total defense, Michigan, number one in the nation, they have the number five rush defense in the nation and the number two uh, pass defense in the nation. Texas actually has a better rush defense than but Michigan. Quinn Ewers is not that good, man. He's clearly the worst quarterback out of the well, four, right? Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is that Michigan's uh, pass defense is number two in the nation and Texas's pass defense is number 94 in the nation. So even though they have similar rushing defenses, obviously Dylan Johnson didn't get off against Texas. And so they went to the pass. Cash that prop, cash that prop, that 430 yeah. passing yards for Michael Penix. I don't think uh, Washington is going to have the same success through the air against that secondary, well, especially with the pass rush. Well, here's what I'll say about Washington that makes them different, though, dude, is they use a short passing game as their run game. They do all this little yeah. cha 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 shit, yeah. right? And that gets you look at the stats. You say they only ran for this many yards. That's kind of bullshit because they throw all this little creative yeah. shit to their to their wideouts. That is like a one yard completion, but he runs for fucking yeah. fourteen yards. I was like, Bonex you know is what like, I mean? Uh, yeah, a lot of his touchdowns, yeah, which yeah, are shovel exactly, passes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't put much weight into the stats there. That oh, you know, when I look at at Penix throwing for four hundred, I'm like, some of that is bullshit. Some of that is a quick. Now he throws it precisely, or uh-huh. sometimes it's not even precisely. And the receiver makes who was it a Dunze with that great well, f- or McMillan? Man. McMillan. They caught fades the ball. Yeah. Are like no, I'm talking about just a little little screen right out, uh, and it was low to the ground. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and he grabbed. They're it. explosive yeah. as hell. Their offense should scare. I think they are. I, in th- in this sense, yes, Washington is the better team and the harder game for Michigan to play. So I agree with you there. The, to me, they're more like TCU, right? Where they have explosive players, right? But what? however, in terms of a system that is better designed specifically to stop Michigan, Texas is is built in the same way Michigan is. It's yeah, sm- but I and, just smash and Texas football. would have had a home crowd in Houston. Too. That's true. That I will give you. But my my thing is, I just think I don't think Texas was a top four team. I, I think they, they played seven backup quarterbacks. They played a big 12 that was down. And to me, yeah, kudos to them. They deserve to be in the four team playoff because of what, how we, we, to me, Bama was the team that deserved to be out. But at the same time, I think they're incredibly flawed. Their past defense has been terrible all year and they've played bad quarterbacks all year. Quinn Ewers to me is never consistent. He's never consistent. Yeah. He's, he's got moments where he's all right, but he's clearly the worst quarterback to me in the, in the CFP. Yeah. Like uh, Jalen Milrow, even with his limitations at throwing the ball, he's still a harder prep to me. Like I fear him mm. more than I do Quinn Ewers. Ooh. No, um, maybe from an inconsistency standpoint, but when, when Quinn Ewers is playing good football, when though he's inconsistent though, Just, I mean, they were pretty hot toward the end of the season. Uh, it's hard. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if, if they're not playing their best, then maybe Milrow is a, a bigger threat. Than a, 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 a bad Milrow 
who still has great legs, no That's matter what. That's what I'm what. saying. You still just do QB power with them, and you're right. like, to me, it's like, better than a bad Ewers, right? Who's throwing interceptions and stuff and doesn't run. I mean, he he was actually decently. He's a launcher. He's he's a launcher. He's falling over his yeah, own feet. He's, but. he's a launcher. But uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about that Texas Washington game. But before I do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. Uh, so what are you doing folks? All right. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply uh, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines uh, research, every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN. To get fifty percent off your first month today, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Washington thirty-seven, Texas thirty-one. This game was way closer than it needed to be, as meaning the final drive. Yeah. Uh, I felt that we, uh, first off, we should change that rule. In my opinion, Dylan Johnson getting injured right there. Yeah. Uh, the fact they call a timeout once you get them off the field, I think the clock should run again. I've always felt clock. that way. I've always uh, and felt the game that clock, way. Yeah. In, in, in no matter the uh, the sport or NFL, college, whatever, I, I've always felt that. Now way. let's think about that for one second. If a, if a team intentionally, uh, like on the offensive side of the ball, for instance, had a, I mean, shit. If that's the case. Why not you fake injured and you get that fake injuries yeah, and yeah. just get that time every time? Well, no, if I you're mean trailing, they were on the yeah they were on the the, the leading side. So I mean, is yeah. the, I guess that's uh, how does that how does that work? Is the whoever's winning get to like choose whether uh, does that determine? He dec- he, he, declined he declined a ten, a 10 second, second runoff. runoff. But what a ten second runoff was still a great. Even if you made it a ten second runoff, yeah, you'd be like, oh, you were gonna get the ball with sixteen seconds. Instead, you got the ball back with what was it? I don't even remember. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're Texas in that situation, why not just have a defensive injury and accept the 10 second runoff as opposed to having them run off 40 seconds and give you the ball with like 10 seconds left? Yeah, I, I don't know. How, I don't know yeah. if that would work. And, and Daniel saying, "Crawl your ass off the field." Look, I I agree, but I don't know the. It looked like that injury. He got carted off. I mean, I, I do agree. You got to get your ass off the field. Knowing the stakes, you yeah. almost cost your whole team the fucking ch- yeah. trip to the national championship. Yeah. He got carted yeah. off at the end of the yeah. game too. Yeah. So I maybe mean, like literally broke his foot, but yeah. Crawl your ass off the field. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, look, there's the argument of why run the ball there. He could fumble Mario Cristobal did that. But at the same time, I think you wanted to take three or four seconds off. Cause he just knee it. If you just knee it, then you're giving them 20 seconds when they when they when they go back. It's it's an interesting debate. I am just gonna say that maybe it's your hatred for Mario Cristobal and your, I think, love for Kalen DeBoer. Rutgers minus two. That makes you. <laughs> uh, what do you mean Rutgers minus two? They, they beat Miami. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Mario Cristobal sucks, <laughs> but that decision in a vacuum. No, I do think that decision th- that questionable. decision is very bit. questionable. Okay. Very very questionable. Very very questionable. Yeah. But the difference is Mario Cristobal would it would have ran the clock out, right? Yeah, Mario Cristobal. It would have ran the clock out. Yeah. This one, there was going to get the ball back. They might have tried to get a yeah, first down. It's in a, order little to run. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, a little different. A little different. Um. So, Washington. This game, folks. I had Washington money line. I thought the Michigan Alabama game was a much harder game to handicap. I thought this game was pretty easy. I thought Washington would have six, anything they wanted in the passing game, and they did have anything they wanted yeah. in the passing game. I thought Washington's defense is better than what the stats represent. Yeah. Now it's still not. A, no, this a, was exactly defense. what yeah. we expected. Exactly. To have exactly. Both teams yeah. would get off passing the ball, right? Yeah. And uh, Washington would do better. <laughs> yes. And, That's it. And I was a little surprised Texas fumbled that many times, but at the same time, like, I understand Texas was fortunate because of a Dylan Johnson injury to get the ball back and actually make this competitive or like make this intense for the final minute. It had no business being that intense, in my opinion. Like yeah. Washington was a clear-cut better team than them. Yeah, Washington, that was a Texas crowd. I don't know if I don't know if Washington got conservative late to allow uh, Alabama or Texas to cut it to six in the first place, but you know, I thought yeah. I thought they might have. I never really sweated until that until that injury until the situation. Injury, yeah, and then you were just sitting like, there, and uh-oh. then you run into the kick returner or the punt returner. Yeah, then but, he throws the dime, and that's one <laughs> thing Alabama does have. Their pro style offense, they can run the ball pretty well. But Alabama, you said? Or uh, te- Texas. I get Texas. Yeah, I keep yeah. mistaking the two. Um, <laughs> they can throw uh, Adonai Mitchell and um, who's the, the, the tight end? Uh, the tight end's a stud. What's his name? Uh, I just don't draw a blank. Jatavian right uh, Sanders? Yeah, Jatavian Sanders. Yeah. Uh, uh, who is it? Xavier Worthy. Both of those guys can go up and get the ball. But once again, they have this like big play threat. They're one of the worst teams in the red zone. Yeah. They can't throw over yeah. the middle. That's uh, a problem Texas has. I find, you know, that you got the big guys that can go up and get the ball on the edges, but uh, I don't know if you blame it on yours. They tried to throw the post late into the end zone. It was low and behind him, and uh, uh, Xavier uh, Worthy didn't even go down to get it. Now, I was surprised. I thought Washington would be a little more efficient on third and fourth down. They were four of 13 uh, on third and fourth down. And they still won the game. That's surprising to me because Washington was a top 10 third down team all year. And get this, Texas was four of 12. So I did not foresee that happening. Well, I'd be curious to know what the down and distance uh, was on that. Um, it was like, I think, a fourth and one they got stuffed on. Remember, they went to Dylan Johnson, I think. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. but yeah, when you're t- facing a team that is really stout in short yardage situations like Texas is, yeah. then it makes it harder to convert. Um, but Texas did fumble what I think three times was it? Was that it? Three times? Mm, fumbles, fumbles lost. I think it was three times, right? Pull that up. I know. I think what both running backs fumbled. Was it two times? I think it was three. I think it was three. Um. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have those stats. You don't have stats in front of you. Uh, that's what we do here. We don't have stats <laughs> yeah, in front of us. Like, Welcome to up. the college football experience. Uh, no, um, Ewers didn't throw a pick. There was a couple balls that could have been picked. It didn't happen. I thought he would throw a pick. I even took the over on that. Uh, did not happen. But he played pretty well. I uh, mean, he was twenty-four what? or forty-three. I guess that's not. Really yeah, and, killing and, it. And the 318 got dressed up a little bit on the final two drives. Yeah, because he was what, yeah. like 260 or something? Yeah, before yeah that? he got dressed up a little bit. 
but I just thought that they were a clear better team. I don't think I didn't really sweat in this game until the final minute. Yeah, they, I mean like, there was yeah. a real chance there that Washington uh, was going to. Well, they they settled for a field goal uh, on the one drive that they could have gone up uh, uh, thirteen again, or right? by like eighteen or twenty, whatever. Oh it was. yeah, yeah. No, they would have went up seventeen. Yeah, would have went up seventeen then. Yeah, yeah. They got and they got a little. Uh, Razzle dazzle there. They got a little too comfortable. But they were the, the better back. team. Man. They were. They, they were. The and, and surprisingly, Washington had more sacks than Texas. You would think Texas with that great defensive line. Penix is elusive, and I think Michigan is going to have to worry about that. So with their got great defensive a line, laser arm. I mean, he's also elusive. He gets out of situations, yeah. throws the ball away. Yeah. Um, Once again, Washington finds a way to win what ended up being a close game. That. I think favors Washington. If if the game ends up being close, they have far more experience in that situation. Well, that's. I mean, I made this case while we were sitting down. You go through and look at the college football teams that have won national championships over the past four or five years, or been in the playoffs and won in the playoffs. Uh, the very ex- experienced quarterback play. Yeah, I mean, we saw Stetson Bennett at fifty-seven years old win two national championships. <laughs> How old is right? Bennett? He's like fifty-five. Yeah, he's fifty-three. Okay, yeah. Uh, who else do we got? We got. Max Duggan was a senior. He started as a freshman, some. Yeah. So he played four years of fucking football starting. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones was probably pretty experienced by the time he took a took yeah. the helm. Yeah, Mac. Mac I mean, but, but I would still just, say Burrow was a, what a fifth year senior. Yeah, Burrow, and Burrow Hertz, played several Hertz years at Oklahoma when they got there. Mac was Jones was a one yeah. year starter, but I want to say he was like in his fourth or fifth year in the program. If I anything, think, I think Jones is the other side of the argument. Really? I mean, in I guess he's been with the program. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I think a lot of. Uh, like development happens even if you're a backup, you know. But if you are a sophomore, you know, and it's your first year starting, then yes, that is a much different situation. And I'll say this, like in my opinion, Jalen Daniels deserved to win the Heisman, right? In my opinion, I would have voted for him because I thought the stats he was putting up was so fucking insane. But to me, if I have a quarterback to win a college football game this year, out of any quarterback in the country, it would be Michael Penix because he. Is he plays perfectly on those huge plays normally? You know what I mean. Like, so say that say that again. If you if I had one quarterback to choose to win a game in college football this year, it would not be Caleb Williams. It would not be Jalen Daniels. Even though I would have voted Jalen Daniels to win the Heisman. Yeah. Or he's saying Jaden. Jaden. I'm sorry, Jaden Daniels. Too yeah. many Daniels, right? Yeah. Um, I uh, I uh, I would take Michael Penix to win a, a single game. Yeah, because he's been in those clutch moments. And he's kicked ass <laughs> in all those clutch moments for the most part. It's tough to argue. Um, you know, I guess uh, LSU found a way to win today without Jaden Daniels. Um, so I don't know that it's if that's just because Washington is a better team than LSU that they found a way to win those close games when LSU couldn't this year. But uh, I don't think so. I think Penix, again, I test on that one. The dude's throwing lasers that's on time. I think he's the best. Yeah, he, he looked pretty nice. And I think that's what Michigan has to worry about. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm fascinated by this matchup, but I wonder though if Michigan will be as intimidated against the likes of Washington, which again, the stage and that probably the opponent in a dome helps the shit out, out of Washington. Washington. It's true. Yes. That is, I I feel like we're watching the 93 fucking Oilers. Yeah. Fucking hey, with Jeffries is there. I, right? I will say this. I mean, even from the coin toss uh, it was clear that Alabama was the bigger team, you know, and I don't know if you can take that away from just looking at the coin toss, but I think throughout the game, uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't know where you go yeah. with this. It just uh, appeared uh, Alabama is often, you know, based, based on their recruiting, uh, um, a larger team than their opponent, Michigan, 
you know, I don't think Washington is going to uh, outsize Michigan. And I also don't think they're going to uh, have too much speed for Michigan. So I think Michigan is going to match up pretty well from an athleticism standpoint with Washington. Um, schematically, I think they'll probably match up pretty well too. Well, here's the thing. Still quarterback like Michigan's offense, I think will always keep Washington in the game because there's moments where they just, they, 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 they got like, I thought they out thought certain situations. Yeah. And I don't think they have the explosiveness to, to, just no, they don't Michigan really didn't explode for a lot of the year. They're like finished with like 35 points against inferior teams. Um, that was weird though. They were like calling off the dogs. They were a hard team to get a gauge on in that. That's capacity. true. But I think they are a team that benefits from playing with a lead. You know, they can get a little creative, they get leverage and then their play calling opens up. You know, if they're playing from behind look, and I think to an extent, McCarthy, even last year in the TCU game, they battled back and they scored a lot of points, you know, when they needed to, to get back in that game. Did they finish the job? No, but he drove late in this game too and made it happen. So I think he's capable of, you know, keeping them in the game. I don't think Washington's going to blow the doors off of Michigan, but oh, I don't think so either. Yeah. I think, but I just think to me, if I was a Michigan fan, I would have much rather played Texas than Washington. Maybe I think it's not even close. I think it's not even close. Maybe. Just, um, just because of how good Penix is, and I, and we know, to me, like Texas's offense has glaring flaws. Yeah, Washington's does Washington's not. not. You could say Washington's defense, but Texas has a big hole in their defensive side. The pass yeah. defense. Then, uh, Dylan Johnson, his injury could be massive. That though. is, that is. But look for this, and I hit this correct. I hit the prop on Penix's rushing over. They only ran him three times, but damn it, those are some huge plays. One was like a third down and third down at 10 or something. He had like a 13 or 14 yard run. He had over 30 yards rushing. This is a guy that did this at Indiana. He didn't do it th this much this season. If Dylan Johnson's out, look for him to do that more against Michigan. I think the Bauer would purposely probably do some shit like that. So still, if yeah. it, I think the threat of Dylan Johnson opens things up I a lot for I, I completely Washington. Agree. Well, especially because their starter, their starter uh, originally when the season, why, why am I drawing a blank on the fucking kid's name? They had a start. They had a guy that he was competing for the starting position for Washington in the beginning of the year, um, and he had a season-ending injury. So you're basically on the third-string running back for Washington, maybe even the fourth. But we don't yeah. know uh, if he will. Uh, so, so is it? I think Tybo Rogers is going to be the guy that's going to be asked to step up. Then that's they're going to do a lot of that cha 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 shit. I guarantee you. That's how you mask that. Yeah. That's how you mask that. You put that wide receiver screens, all that crazy shit. Yeah. Tight end, jet you know, sweeps, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for it. Um, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to be back tomorrow with NC Nick and Patty C uh, talking about that and the FCS championship game going on in Frisco, Texas between Montana and South Dakota state. But any other takeaways, Patty C from Texas and Washington, um, Texas now enters sec play. I looked at the schedule next year. They're at Michigan. Obviously if Harbaugh returns, I think that game's interesting. They also get what I think the red river shootout and then Georgia on the next, the very next week. Buckle up, because yeah. I SEC think this might have been your shot. This might have yeah. been your shot. Still, I don't know. In, in a, a twelve team, though, they're going to be able to get in a lot. Pretty nice. They get that Duke treatment. They get that Duke treatment. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get the nod if uh, if if they're the close. Duke basketball treatment. Let me let me tell you what. I, I do have one more thing to say. This is a shotgun for us having a college football national championship without an SEC team, and 
them being beaten in the semifinals. I like that. I don't even care about they an SEC team. They weren't kept out. They were beaten. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say, here, give me, pour me. Oh, no, 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 don't. You want one? No, 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 no. I still have to do some shit. Um, okay. uh, I'm gonna take a shotgun. I was gonna say this though. I don't even care about the SEC side of it. It's the Texas side of it. <laughs> you filthy fucking losers sitting out there paying arts man at $3 million. You fucking maniacs. All right. You got Matthew McConaughey. You got gifted a fucking home game when Washington should have been playing in Los Angeles. You yeah. got lucky that you even got to the fucking playoffs. You fucking joke of a fucking program. All right. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I will take a shotgun for no sec in the college football. National well, does that count for Texas? So if Texas won, does that count as an SEC team? Neither of them are going. So well, I actually think the Big Twelve would have cashed in there, right? All those Big Twelve schools would have got some of that, right? That's true. But the future, <laughs> you know, look, look, we need. A, 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 it's unfortunate that it's now two Big Ten. You know, one more year. This is for Oregon State and Washington State. They Ch- get the money Ch- from the Pac-12 for this, right? Chad thought I was on Texas. You're crazy. You're crazy, buddy. I locked that shit up. I bet the hell out of Washington. I've been preaching that shit all week. Well, three weeks, really. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Fire. <sighs> Let's go. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Patty C. Nobody. Nobody. Shotguns a beer. Shotguns a silver bullet. Like Patty C. Is that Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> last Rose Bowl? Will he come back to Michigan? I hope so, because I think he's great for college football. I think he's one of the best things we have right now in college football. When there's, you know, corporate America coming in every day and moving our fucking bowl games to terrible destinations. You don't have a lot of personality. Like one of the things I loved about college football coming up was you had so much personality in the coaching front. Everyone, you know, it's like a pandemic of everyone trying to be the same fucking people. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I got to see Kirk Herbstreit's fucking dog on TV one more fucking time. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, let (laughs) let me ask you this though, from, from a story standpoint, isn't there something a little poetic about uh, Harbaugh getting the uh, championship in Michigan, riding off into the sunset, back into the NFL to try and win a champion no, uh, NFL Super Bowl? I don't give a shit about the NFL. Okay, I want Harbaugh in college football. Yeah. I, I know uh, if he was, I know the Bears are going to keep Eberflus. It sounds like uh, so uh, him going to the Bears, which was the team he got drafted by, would be like a, a little nice uh, poetry there, but uh, and a good storyline. But I don't. I would. I think I'm with you. Because in this age of college football, there just aren't enough of these stalwart coaches at There's high no level personality. Program. You have Saban, like, you have Ferentz. No, like, that's why Dion's good. That's why Dion's good. A lot of people fucking hate Dion Sanders, but it's good to have one of the things. Here's the story. I hated Florida growing up. I could not stand Steve Spurrier. I hate it. I hate that little offense that they ran. Hate his but little face. I'll be honest. When he left, I said. Damn it. Do I miss him? As I aged, as I aged, I was like, we need Spurrier back. We need Spurrier back. We just need personality. Everyone's the fucking same. And it's it's mundane. And the the sport suffers from from that. And they, in my opinion, when corporate America gets more and more in these universities, try to mimic that, you know, they, it's, it's a sickness that we are all suffering from in this country. So you get, (laughs) you get, you get Jim Harbaugh in there who does things I way. love it. Yeah. I love it when he does those fucking interviews and like you, you watch the interviews and you're like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck did I just watch? Through, you know what I mean? His mind. Phil Jackson used to do that. That was great. The that was one of the out. best things about, I can remember like <laughs> they went to interview Phil Jackson at halftime. Yeah. They're like, uh, or maybe it was after the end of the first quarter and they're like, Phil, uh, Chicago bulls are down. Uh, you're down 10 at the first quarter. What do you, what, what happened here in the first quarter? 
He goes, Oh, well they scored 31 points. We scored 21. <laughs> you need fucking you need some that. character. Yeah. Everyone's fucking terrible. So you need please Jim Harbaugh, come back to Michigan. Yeah. And yes. while we're at it, let's get Bill Walton coaching college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And, and, and that helps the, the Michigan Ohio state rivalry too. I'll be honest. The Michigan Ohio state rivalry when it was Brady Hoke and shit. Yeah. I didn't really care that much about of, the game. A little bit of a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I guess it's a great rivalry. I'd still watch. Yeah. But I was like, eh, I, yeah, I don't know that they, they could. And I think Ohio state probably would like to beat Harbaugh. You know, I think that's important to them. They don't want to beat the, whoever just like how many takes over, how many characters would you say? Like I, that's why I appreciate Dabo. Dabo's got a little spur to him. Yeah. Right. I like Dabo in college football. Never go to the NFL. <laughs> right. How many characters do you think we actually have at coach? we've lost coach Leach rest in peace, but that was, that was one. Let me, I'm taking a look. There's at not the, many, uh, man. There's not many The ranks of college football. I don't see a ton that are uh, crazy in the American. I mean, savings turned into an, a, its own, you know, brand. So that's okay. That works. Louisville. Uh, Brom Brom's got, he's got the XFL clip. That's a little bit. Yeah. He's got personality. Okay. Uh, Dabo, like you said, I don't know if you give uh Cristobal has got a little uh, Spanish flavor. Wow, no, he's too vanilla, man. Yeah, he's. Not, I get bored when he talks. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Too. Like uh, Gundy. Gundy is what? Yes. Gundy's got. Flavor. Gundy is is that's what I'm saying. We're losing these. You got to have get Dion. Dion. Dion is certainly there. I love Dion in, in college football. I think it's great for the sport. What about James Franklin? Snooze fest or? Uh, Franklin, I'll give a little bit too because. Sometimes his answers are fucking hilarious at the press conferences too, and you can t- you can, can tell you can tell he gets super agitated. So yeah. I enjoy seeing that. Um, but there's not even like my fear is like everyone's turning into Eli Drinkwitz, where it's just like <laughs> you put a microphone. And no disrespect, he's doing a good job. Drinkwitz but just, talks a little bit of shit. He did recently, actually. He yeah. did recently. That impressed me. Yeah. What was that on Sports Center when he caught out from Michigan? Yeah. That yeah. wasn't okay. Keep doing that. What about? Keep doing let me that. ask you this: personality-wise. Uh, Minnesota's coach, uh, Fleck. Fleck. I mean, he's certainly there because he makes you hate him. Yeah, like the running the. I've the never game. had any. I mean, actually, I hated Minnesota when they're that the sweater vest thing. But he does make you. He's easy to dislike sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, we'll there's still. But you, dude, you watch the NFL. There's none. Yeah. Other than Belichick, there's none. Everyone. Yeah. He's the Belichick's guy. like the. Oh, everyone's McVay. Exactly. Everyone's McVay. And I don't want college football Shanahan. to have everyone to have yeah. McVay. Yeah. Sarkeesian's like McVay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for when he's on the bottle, right? When he's <laughs> on the bottle, I'll take it all day. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what we need is let's get Sarkeesian <laughs> on the bottle and see how it works out. Remember he's tried to sue. He didn't show up for practice. He was fucked up. Didn't show up for practice. The team's like, uh, you're, you're fired. fired. <laughs> right. And then he sued them. He sued See, them. There's a little personality. That's true. It's because he was on know. the bottle. Yeah. I mean, dude, what the fuck was that? I, that is <laughs> the guy is in rehab. Give him a break. That's the biggest jackass move of all time. <laughs> He's like telling his team, his quarterback. Hey, who, who was this quarterback back then? John David booty or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Jay John. God damn it. You better not be out drinking. It's about accountability. All right. I want you to study that defense. Guess what? He's at the bar till three in the morning. <laughs> Doesn't show up for practice. Coach, what about accountability? Right? I'm suing the yeah, school. I'm suing the university. There's your accountability. <laughs> I'm suing the fucking university. They paid for my cocktails, and That's damn it, true. that is their they fault. They got me drunk. Their fault. I am suing them. Uh, yeah, he deserved to lose, folks. And uh, look, 
the college basketball experience is coming right up next. Buckle up. We're talking a bunch of games. The slate is fantastic, folks. If you're watching on YouTube, just stay put. It's gonna it's gonna blend right in. All right. This is like a Saturday afternoon, and you know you show up at a friend's house, and you happen to let to leave or something, and Rocky Two's on. Right. And you're thinking, hey, Rocky Two, and it's the end of Rocky Two, not the beginning where it's like a soap opera. Right. <laughs> and you you catch the end of it, and you're thinking, huh. Right. What am I gonna do until this fucker shows up? Oh well, guess what's on next? Rocky three. Yes. <laughs> Maybe maybe it was a bad analogy. We're giving I ourselves a lot of four. credit. I should have done three to four because Moneyline Mac is a lot like Yvonne Drago uh, and Noah Beanick. They say he's Polly. Yeah, he's Polly. He's got <laughs> some similarities. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this is the college football experience. Uh, we uh, appreciate you for rocking with us all year. Happy New Year, and hope you enjoyed those games because I don't, we didn't even talk about. The fact that I don't know. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Tomorrow, NC Nick, Patty C, myself, breaking down the national championship, maybe reacting a little bit more. Also, we're going to talk the FCS national championship. Don't forget, folks, FCS national championship this weekend. Montana, South Dakota State, Frisco, Texas. What's not to like, folks? Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter uh, at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Noah Beanick behind the scenes doing jello shots in his closet. <laughs> All right. Uh, give him a follow at Noah B 77 underscore. Hold on, Noah, come back for a second. Kenny, did you ha- consume some beverages after they won or during yeah. the game? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow you're taking sure. you're taking a shotgun on the if show. Not if not, we were gonna have to fire you. A Michigan shotgun right. on the show. We we're gonna have yeah. to fire you if if, <laughs> if you weren't, because uh, I believe in peer pressure, uh, <laughs> folks. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. Don't forget the college basketball experience is up next, and we don't stop. Let's go. On the street, then tip your hat his way. You'll know just where he's headed and which game he's gonna play. He's a sharp shooting gunman and always aiming high. He'll win any gunfight, his limit is the sky. We're the gunslingers from San Antonio. We're the gunslingers on the road or at home. Remember the Alamo, for such as we are known. We're the Gunslingers from San Antonio. When we're away, we're doing our job. We're keeping law and order at home and abroad. Gamblers and outlaws, you better step aside. Our motto is to shoot them up and bring them back alive. We're the Gunslingers from San Antonio. We're the Gunslingers on the road or at home. For such as we are known, we're the gunslingers from San Antonio.